The only TikTok we see is from Instagram when people put it over there. And most parents would probably agree that they probably don't know much about it other than the young ones are wild about it. And they love it. It's all the rage. And every them crazy. And every trend we see come through on Instagram that's from TikTok is usually usually lagging by about a week. Yeah. Or two. People have been like, You want more fans? You want more followers? Go to TikTok. We're like, <laughs> no. So we're here for a we're we're here to have a it's a rare fierce parenting imperative moment. <laughs> Get your kids off TikTok. Get your kids off TikTok. And if that bristles your feathers, well, join us on the other side. For more bristling on the other side. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things, like, I, I really don't want to bind people's consciences by things that we personally value. But I, I think there are things on the horizon. Like, I think we can safely say, don't look at pornography. Right. Do There's not do that. nothing good about it. Nothing we can mean. safely say a number of things, like, don't kill people. Don't waste your time. Like, that's a safe thing to say. And I think maybe TikTok probably falls somewhere along the lines of don't let your kids waste their time but it's not just about their time yeah there's so much more to this so uh this verse that we're kind of hanging our hats on today is one of my favorites it's in my resolutions that i review about three times a week things that i reminders of who i i need to become as a result of following christ it's the eternity stamped on your eyeballs like jonathan <laughs> edwards yes praise and uh it's psalm ninety twelve. so teach us to number our days that we might gain a heart of wisdom. And what that verse is about is, Lord, help us to see this life as not ultimate. Help us to see this life as temporary, fleeting, quick. It's a breath, mm. as we read about in Ecclesiastes. Help us to see that so that as a result of this knowledge, we might have a heart of wisdom, that we live out our lives wisely. Yeah. Not chasing shiny things back and forth, not being tossed back and forth by the wind, but living wisely. And so as parents, we have to train our children on what it means to, hey, number your days. You don't live forever. You're not invincible. You can't just waste your time away. And it's hard for kids to understand because every new year is proportionately a lot more of their life than every year is of our lives. Okay. So if you have a four-year-old, one year is 25% of that kid's life. So it's a long, long time to them. For someone who's 40, one year is a tenth of that. <laughs> it's 2.5%. Right. No, I, my math is off. <laughs> I got to figure it out. Yeah. For 20 years, it's, uh, anyway, it's 5%. 2.5% of your life is one year. So it, that's why time seems to accelerate. Yeah. And so uh, we have to train our kids in this. And one of the ways we can train them is to see the times that we live in and to be watchful. To be mindful, as Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians 16, be watchful, stand in faith, mm-hmm. um, act like men. That's from last marriage episode. We talked about that verse, but live it out and let all you do be done in love, including barring our children from participating in things that don't have any redeeming value. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we're going to make a case for that here. But, 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 but my kids love it. Okay. We're talking about that. Don't yeah, worry. Kids love lots of candy. Should okay. you give it to them? <laughs> so I guess the purpose of this, yeah, that's the logic. So the purpose of this, of this episode is to educate parents on the perils of TikTok and encourage them to get their children off of it. That's, again, a rare, fierce parenting imperative. Right. Um, 
And so let's let's just go into this. So, Selena, you don't really know what TikTok is. I, I kind of know. <laughs> Do you though? <laughs> Hasn't it been around longer than we actually? Yeah, it used it's to just be- become a really. Well, over the last five years. Yeah, in the last couple of years. So it used to be an app called Musical.ly, I think. And okay. what it was, it was a place for kids to go and do like dances mm. and to have a song play over the video and they would record these short dances and it's how they just, it was this new type of social media network. Then it evolved into uh, more than that to where now it's just really short, um, short clips. And the, the videos can be longer, mm-hmm. but by and large, the format is like 30 seconds to two minutes Hmm. is the type of content and not only not only that but kids are the way they're consuming it is far less than that so you know five ten seconds at a time goodness um so the, the app it the as it's designed um it's it serves up hyper engaging short videos like i said about a minute or less and they're known for and this is the key okay tiktok is known for this it's they're known for their groundbreaking ai or their algorithm their machine learning that learns what the user likes very accurately, quickly. very very quickly. So and what happens? Feeds that up to them again. Yeah, and so it, you can you can look up videos. Trust trust us on this. And if you need more, look it up for yourself. There's videos that get into how the alg- algorithm works, and within minutes of you scrolling through, like they're serving you up basically A B tests. Mm-hmm. How long did he watch? Uh, what kind of content did they pause on? What kind of content did they like? What did they share? What did they swipe and how quickly did they swipe it? Yeah. If they shared anything, what did they share? And within minutes, within hours, they know what, not just what you like, because it, it won't, hear me here. It's not just something that you'd say, oh, I like videos of X, right? And I want to see content that's X. They don't want to hear your articulated desires. They want to know what's going to keep you there. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be guilty pleasures. Things that are just, in some cases, morbidly interesting. Hmm. And they're going to keep driving you down that rabbit hole uh, and, and until they just get you sucked in. Right. And that's the whole goal is to maximize the amount of time um, that someone is using it. So who's on the app? Um, I think you know it's generally kids, Gen Z, as they say. Of course, there are other people, but I think mid-20s and below, late 20s and yeah. below. Um, and actually, I have the stats. Um, I'll pull up stats about TikTok users. Um, I found this interesting. Yeah, so 60% of TikTok users are Gen Zers, which Gen Zers are trendsetters. And next year, 74 million people in the U.S. will be part of Gen Z, which will make it the largest generation of all. Wow. Um, the U.S. audiences, let's see, this, they, they estimate that TikTok is about 80 million monthly active users in the United States. 60% of them are female, 40% are male. Um, 60% are between the ages of 16 and 24. 26% are between the ages of 25 and 44. Uh, and then 80, 80% of them are between the ages of 16 and 34. Okay. Mm. So they're young people are on this. Teenagers are on this. Um, they, they will say that TikTok is generally not, you're not allowed to be on it if you're younger than 13 or that they have very limited functionality. Uh, but that's very easy to, to get around. Yeah, just put absolutely. in a different birth date. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so they're terms, so you have to be certain ages to unlock the features, but there's nothing to keep them from surpassing or circumventing that. Right. This is what got me. So the mission statement on their website, if you go to TikTok's website and go to the About page, this is their mission statement. TikTok is the leading destination for short-form mobile video. Our mission is to inspire creativity and bring joy. 
Sounds pretty uh, innocuous, right? Sounds pretty harmless to me. Pretty benign. Uh, also on their site. Oh, this is funny because clearly TikTok, I don't know if you know this, but TikTok is owned by a Chinese uh, company called ByteDance. And they own a number of other apps, by the way. It's not just TikTok. They have all their, it's basically like a Chinese Google is kind of what it is. But okay. instead of search being the driving engine, TikTok's their driving engine. And so they have offices in all these places. If you go and say, I want to get a job, where do I, where can I work? They have all these TikTok offices in Mumbai, Dubai, Berlin, Seattle, mm-hmm. New York, Sounds. Los Angeles, yeah, Paris, London. Jakarta, Seoul, Tokyo, none in China. <laughs> but if you go to the ByteDance headquarters, it's almost all in China. So uh, given that, what are our major concerns and why would we come on here and spend our time and your time saying get your kids off TikTok? What are our major concerns? Uh, the big one that I think you'll see a lot of in mainstream media has to do with data privacy. Yeah. I, sorry. I, my main concern just hearing all of the, the statistics and like they want to be short form is just the attention span, like how they're training mm-hmm. kids to. We'll get there. I know. We'll get there. Uh, but I'm just, this is a major kind of categorical concern is yeah. this data privacy. And the fear is that if companies know too much about you, they can then exploit what they know yeah. to somehow uh, violate your privacy um, or to somehow use it against Manipulate, you. Right. Yeah. And so obviously you can go down that whole rabbit trail. And we won't do this here because this is not our primary concern here. But people will say, well, TikTok is just this government operation because there are very strong ties between TikTok and the Chinese a communist Government. republic yeah and so they i think at one point i read a commentary on tiktok said that they tiktok is littered with chinese officials i don't know if that means that they're on the board if they work there or if they're just sitting there like on a laptop <laughs> doing government work in the t- i don't know what that means yeah. but the point is that there's a very close intrinsic tie yeah. to the point where i remember when trump was uh, president he was trying to get tiktok banned in the u.s because he thought saw it as a security risk well those concerns are coming back yeah so that's the privacy thing because the, the thought is that right now TikTok has an agreement to keep all American user data physically housed in America. But then there came out, there, some studies came out or some, I guess, some research or information. Uh, there, there was information that came out that said that those servers had been accessed by China multiple times and developers had admitted that basically that it's all just a farce, that it might be physically housed in America. It can, data's funny <laughs> like that. It can access, travel, yeah. it can travel through imagine the airwaves. That. Imagine that. And so, um, so that that's one of the main fears. Uh, and then there's all this, if you read about China's 2049 plan, it's all about how they want to like elevate the quality of Chinese living, and this is part of that. Some would say. Hmm. Um, so again, we're not going to go down that rabbit rabbit trail. Now, in terms of our children's data, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what is it being used for? Well, TikTok has a pretty um, uh, robust ad system, so that it's being used to market to these kids. Um, obviously the conspiracy thing, um, but then addiction. So their data is right. being used. And this is what we're going to spend our time on is addicting them, getting them to want this content to be on this platform so much. Mm-hmm. It's actually beginning to form hearts and Oh, minds. for sure. Absolutely. Without a doubt. And so it is things, already forming. I wouldn't say begin. It's already forming the next right. generation. I mean, you guys probably know this, but there's an account libs of TikTok. Have you ever seen their stuff? I have not seen their stuff. Really? Wow, I'll, show, I'll start sending you some stuff. I live a little bit sheltered sometimes. Well, we swim in different online streams, <laughs> I'm realizing. Uh, but Libs of TikTok is a thing that just basically highlights the craziness that is like the far, far, far left mm. stuff that happens there. And, um, and that kind of content, you know, where you have 
talking about pronouns, talking about all this radical, like gender ideology, radical, you know, anti-racism stuff, mm, like all the okay. hot button issues that came up over the last two, three years. Um, China will not allow any of that stuff on Chinese TikTok, but on not. American TikTok, it's like all over the algorithm. It's all over. So it's almost like they're trying to rot the brain of the American psyche. Yeah. Or from the inside out. Yeah. Um, using this very addictive Goodness. algorithmic technology. Goodness. Um, so it's, uh, so let's talk about the parenting concerns and they're all gonna be around kind of addiction character for- formation. So let's look at the, actually how, how addictive it is. There's one article in Forbes <laughs> who says this, the title is digital crack cocaine, the science behind TikTok's success. Can you believe that? Sorry. It's making me disable my ad blocker. So bear with me. Digital crack cocaine. Somebody, um, one of the doctors who was writing on this says, um, yeah, Dr. Julie Albright said, when you're on TikTok, you'll just be in this pleasurable dopamine state carried away. It's almost hypnotic. You'll keep watching and watching. We had friends like joke about that. Like 20 something year old friends are like, you guys, it's so like you just get on it. Oh yeah. And hours have passed and you don't even know. And we're like, ha ha. Yeah, there I was, don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> like do, do a search. Just say, is Google, is uh, is TikTok addictive? And you'll hear story after story after story. Somebody said that it was like, it was like all of a the sudden they were just this raging addict and they wanted, like it was affecting their lives. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things that one of, uh, one of the doctors had mentioned in an article was this thing called random reinforcement and how it's, it, it almost emulates like this, the Las Vegas casino experience mm. with slot machines. I've never understood slot machines. This helped me understand it a little bit. I always thought they were kind of silly. But you see people kind of plopped down in front of these slot machines just just feeding it money. Right, right. Pull, feed, pull. And not even pull anymore. It's like press a button, right? And the random reinforcement is this, is that you win big once, hopefully early on, and that feels great. And then you get a series of little wins, little losses, and, and that those gaps get fewer and farther in between. Mm. And so you have, you still have the random reinforcements. Like, oh, I hope I'm going to get that win again. And again, the slot machine is the swipe. Right, right. Swipe. And I'm going to find something that really gets the dopamine firing, something that's very interesting, very entertaining, right. funny, sad. They are, they know early on if you're into funny stuff or sad stuff, which you wonder why kids are getting anxious and depressed. Mm. Well, if you're already kind of inclined to that, like a lot of teenagers are. I remember just understanding like, google for the first time as a young person and you could type in anything i mean obviously you still can but as a curious young person you can type in anything Mm -hmm. and you can get pictures or images or whatever you want and then imagine at this pace at this degree i i just it's it's unfathomable i mean there it's like you said it's it's gamifying social media yeah the gamified social media and the thing is is those who are playing the game don't even know they're in it And they're being reinforced constantly. And yeah, they may be searching consciously for things, but more often they're just taking whatever flows in front of their face. And what's flowing in front of their face is based on maybe even the basest desires that they have or basest interests they have. And so you wonder why they go down these rabbit holes of anxiety, depression. You have people that have mimicked, we've talked about this, they've mimicked Tourette's to the point where like they've seen a double, tripling, a fourfold increase in Tourette's cases. And people that go into offices with Tourette's are mimicking what the same Tourette syndrome or s- symptoms rather that people mm-hmm. have on, on even on, though they don't have it, they're just mimicking it because they saw it on TikTok. Right, it's because it's in that little weird. I'm going to say weird corner of the internet. Yeah, it's uh, you get rewarded for having this this disorder. Yeah, and so they want the reward of that 
community that they're a part of. And so they start kind of getting the twitches and they start saying the things, mm. having, you know, and so it's interesting. So you're starting to see the deeper desires of, of human beings, wanting the acceptance, wanting the value, wanting the identity, the identification, right. you know? Right. Yeah. So that's the first piece is that it's, it's extremely, extremely addictive. Do some research on it, but it's, um, that's the biggest concern. Mm. The next one is what is it doing to our attention spans? This was my um, biggest concern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my biggest concern because I think that our attention is already divided and we're already like trained. Even if you're not on screens at all, I feel like we're still, there's still kind of this underlying just like push, this underlying to like go quicker, to be faster, to be better. Like right. you're already fighting that, let alone your kids watching things at quick speeds or music and lights and just unrealistic. One example of this is um, now Netflix on the app. They have an option now to, to watch the movie or show or whatever at like 2x speed. Oh, gosh. How much of a hurry are you in that you want to watch a show that's supposed to entertain you at 2x speed? Like right. I can understand listening to a podcast or watching right. a video at 2x Sometimes speed. Sometimes people talk slow. <laughs> but... Like the show is there, like it has a pace. The director has a pace. But like you're, they're, they're grooming kids to take in information at a certain speed and certain information mm-hmm. at a at a quick speed, at a, an unrealistic. And then they're going out into the world and they're like computing what they've known and experienced on right. on this app. And they're trying to like make it work in the world that we're living in. And it just doesn't. Reality right. does not work like TikTok. Yeah, and that's one of the big issues with video games. We'll probably do an, an um, episode on video yeah. games with Nathan here soon, but... It's faster than life. And yeah. so it trains your mind to not crave life because life is not stimulating enough. Well, according, yes, when you're playing video when, games. When you're addicted, because your mind is used to, you know, right. it's like you're used to eating food that's littered with sugar and salt and fat and it tastes amazing. And so you, why would you want a vegetable when I could have a donut? Like, right. Right. I want the donut. It tastes better. Looks feels better. better. It looks better <laughs> than an ugly piece of broccoli. <laughs> um, so that's kind of, if to put these in categories, there's concerns around how the platform shapes the mind. Right. That's the addiction. That's the attention span mm-hmm. piece. Then there's how the content on the platform shapes hearts. Mm. So let me ask this. So there's all kinds of content on there. You're going to, I mean, it's like the internet, right? You can get content that is wholesome kind of in and of itself. Right. But then there's content that is just depraved in and mm-hmm. of itself. And then there's everything in between. But here's the big questions that we want to ask you in terms of how your child, if they're on TikTok. Yeah, how their heart's being shaped. How, yeah, how is TikTok change, changing how they view God? Mm. And you might think, well, that's a hard question to, to answer. Well, it's an important one to answer. Well, and you can't ignore it because it is it is absolutely shaping their view. And, and yeah, and that might be, you know, maybe they're watching stuff that's increasing their affection for God. Well, that's not going to be a horrible thing. Maybe they're watching things that are, you know, pointing them away from mm-hmm. the God of the Bible, which, hello, we're in the, in the world. Things aren't always going to be neon neon signs yeah. pointing to Christ. Right. How does the content change how they view themselves? Mm. Again, shaping their heart. How does the content view, or how does the content change how they view others? Right. I mean, we can't even have conversations as adults and, and disagree on things without being labeled something that we aren't, right? And so mm-hmm. if this is the type of media that our children are now being trained in and they can't understand how to resolve conflict with one another they Mm -hmm. just name call and walk away and label and walk away again you're you're giving you're getting the wrong um 
information about who you are, who God's made you to be, who others mm-hmm. are, and how you're supposed to treat other people, how you're supposed to treat yourself. Yeah. Um, Another question on this again, how the content shapes hearts. How is the content changing the nature? Excuse me. How is the content changing how your child views the nature of gaining approval? Hmm. Right. Well, I'm, people don't like me because I don't get a million. I haven't gone viral. I didn't have mm. a viral video mm. yet. Or I went viral, therefore my joy is now complete. Right. <laughs> or I had. And you know, why am I not feeling it now, even though I should? I've, I better I've, go back I've, to the app and I better post more content. And I better yes. post more content oh that reinforces gosh. what I think How? people like. So this is why you get young ladies doing things that aren't appropriate. appropriate or, they, yeah. or young men doing things that aren't appropriate because they're trying to gain the approval because they're so caught up in it. They're so, yeah. They desire they gain, so badly yeah, to approval. gain whatever the platform says is good. Yeah. In this case, it's going to be likes, follows, I don't know. I'm sure, I'm guessing you could share people's TikToks. Sure, you can yeah. take their audio and remix it. Get just however you can get attention. Mm. Finally, how is the content shaping how your child views the nature of relationships? Mm. Um, so, so are they actually thinking that these people that... that Right. Like, like them. These are my friends. I have all these like friends. them. Or, right. right. They don't even know you. They right. may not even know your real name, really. Like, right. or in the real world, okay, if you, all your friends are on TikTok and you're all doing mm-hmm. this stuff together, well, now the, the peer pressure is still there. It's just that the mode has changed. Mm-hmm. The medium's changed. Right. Um, so it has a real world impact on your relationships. So, really, none of these things are unique to TikTok in terms of how they shape our hearts and minds, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's, those are studies that have been done. Yeah. Um, how, how Instagram has increased depression, anxiety in young women, how it's created all sorts of issues, uh, sleep issues, depression, uh, depression in men even. Um, that's all social media inherent. The thing is, is TikTok is the perfect storm of this addictiveness, this algorithm that knows and learns so quickly and feeds things up to keep you connected, coupled with how it shapes hearts and mm. minds. That it becomes... So the nature of the AI that's... It's a perfect storm. Yeah. It's a perfect storm. And then layer in the whole like Chinese government thing, identifying information thing being used effectively somehow against us. I don't know. I'm not going to go down that rabbit trail. Um, So let's talk about this then. So we've talked about how the content shapes minds. We've talked about how the content shapes hearts. Now let's look at how the medium wastes time. Yeah. Selena, this blew your mind. (laughs) But studies show, and not just one, multiple studies show that teens spend between seven to nine hours online a day baffling she goes seven baffling i was just like what what are these kids i mean they go to school for six hours a day so where where are they fitting some of it is their homework some of it is like online class stuff sure okay i don't know what the percentage of that is it is sure i'll take that but it's but it's gonna be youtube it's gonna be video games and entertainment social media video games schoolwork and I mean, when else? we were kids, we had to wait for the right time to watch the show. These kids, our kids can watch whatever they want, whenever they when want. When I was a kid. <laughs> when I was a kid. No, uh, it's th- true. dial up was real. Like you'd be on, you know, writing an email on yahoo.com. <laughs> and if mom picked up the phone, <laughs> Bob! hung you up, hung it up. The dial up was real. Um, but yeah, seven, nine hours a day, seven to nine hours a day. Excuse me. So here's the big question. And you just said this. Kids are at school six hours a day. All right, they're sleeping. They should be sleeping eight hours hours a day. They might have after school activities. So where is this extra time coming right. from? And here's where it's coming from. It's coming from their sleep. Instead of sleeping eight or seven hours a day, they're sleeping four four six. hours a day, six hours a day, getting an hour on either end. Um, 
Nathan, who's worked with kids around technology for years, says there's kids that will wake up and watch an hour of YouTube before they even get out of bed. Man. It's like it's like they go to sleep on the on the screen and they wake up and they're on the screen. Mm. Um, where is this time coming from? Sleep, meaningful recreation. Mm-hmm. What's meaningful recreation? Okay, being outside, riding bikes, yeah. like being a kid, playing baseball right. at the at the sandlot. Going to a baseball game. <laughs> yeah. Going to a baseball game. Yeah. Par- participating in extra um, curricular sports, mm-hmm. right? Uh, participating in youth group. These are healthy recreation activities, but guys, addiction. It's real and it's starting young. You know it's an addiction when it starts to govern your behavior and it starts to pull you away from things. So if if, if your child is saying, I want to go home so I can I, I can do X. That's a red flag. That's a sign of an addiction. Yeah. That's a telltale sign of addiction in adults and children. I want to go home so I can play the game. I want to go home so I can get on TikTok. I want to go home because it's taking you away of real life, away from mm-hmm. real life. That's a big problem. Okay. Right. So this time is coming from sleep, meaningful recreation meaningful relationships right like, how much is how much time did we spend yeah. together after school yeah you and i yeah me and you like we we would go as many hours as we could <laughs> yeah i would do football you would do whatever it was <laughs> no you did basketball <laughs> kidding sports ball oh my and and then we would you know we would go to red robin do a homework excuse me to, would, yeah, yeah we go re- we'd go out to eat or we try to do homework together any excuse to just be together right but if my driving force in life, driving motivation is to get back to this app oh, or goodness. to go out and post, like, here's the other thing that kills me is we're not just together anymore. It's like, I got to be, I got to have my phone in front of my face. I got to be capturing whatever it is. I got to be looking for opportunities mm. to have content that's worthy of satisfying this insatiable beast that is TikTok. Mm. It's heartbreaking. It's right. just heartbreaking. Just go to a restaurant and look at the kids. Like, are the kids interacting or are they on their phones? Usually on their phones. I was at a playground. <laughs> I took the girls to a playground a few days ago. And there was a child walking around the playground with a screen in front of their face with headphones on. Now, they probably weren't on TikTok, but they were on a screen at a playground. On a beautiful sunny day in Washington. Yeah, it was 80 degrees. <laughs> Ideal day. And I, I don't even bat an eye anymore. I was like, this is, this is too common. Mm. It's far too common. And so TikTok is contributing to this, this kind of epidemic I would say endemic of screens in our culture. So Christian parents, we need to be vigilant, Vigilant. on guard, watching carefully. Um, We're 27 minutes in, so I got to, I got to wrap this up. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what can we do? What can we do? Um, The primary filter is this. Remember all of parenting is discipleship. How is this thing discipling your child? How is it affecting their heart and their affections for Christ Mm. is allowing, ask this question, is allowing my child to have or engage in TikTok bringing them closer to Jesus? Here's another question. Is TikTok causing my child to bear Christ-like fruit? Hmm. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, yeah. self-control. How is the platform shaping my child's mind and mental capacities? How is TikTok shaping my child's worldview? Ideologically, metaphysically, that's mm. a big word. Basically, metaphysics is the branch of philosophy that deals with the first principles of things, including concepts like being knowing substance cause identity Hmm. how they view time how they view space it's shaping them it is in deep ways deep deep ways another question pick or choose these questions how is tiktok shaping my child's ability to form good habits how is it affecting my child's ability to form self-control how is it training them to spend and steward their time Hmm. with their time being stolen from those various places 
And finally, are there, this is the big, big question, parent, ask yourself, are there any redeeming qualities of TikTok? Is there anything good to come from it? People can say it's entertaining. And okay, I would, I would more call it amusement. It's not true entertainment. I feel like it's more just being amused. It's kind of like, it's not actually taking you somewhere. It's a ride at the fair. It's like a it's <laughs> McDonald's happy meal toy. Just around in a circle, yep. Each, each video is a McDonald's happy meal toy. Yeah. Looks great, whatever, toss it out. Doesn't actually do anything. It might be educational. Uh, I'd say in good and bad ways. Um, the medium, however, uh, medium means um, the fact that any education they do gain is going to be lost. I'll say that. Um, and qu- finally, is it edifying? Mm. In other words, I look at number two and number one in terms of their the redeeming qualities but possibly i would say it's quite the opposite right. depending on what they watch it could be actually very unedifying right paul says this in philippians 4 8, finally brothers whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there is any excellence if there's anything worthy of praise think about these things think about these things mm. that are worthy of praise the verb behind think is logitsumai, which is a beautiful verb, but it means all these things. Consider, reckon, think about, calculate, weigh, give careful thought to these things. Hmm. Think about, consider, and ponder, and let your mind dwell on these things, the things worthy of praise. So TikTok involves very little thinking. It's very passive, as Nathan would say. It's drool tech. It's not tool tech. It's drool tech. And so how can our kids possibly think about such things when they're amused indefinitely and distracted mm-hmm. ad infinitum forever? Right. Right. So the summary is, is here. Get your kids off TikTok. I know we're being very prescriptive. And we're open to suggestions and reasons why parents should actively allow their kids to be on it. Well, I think, I think by, yeah. by now most parents are uh, by default. Well, default and also there's probably pressure from their kids. I mean, all right. the all the all the young people at school, right? Everybody's on it. Right. And so if they're not, like there's a big exclusion that could be happening there. And so you are yeah. going to be waging war on some on some relationships and it could be yeah. really difficult to get off, but we are saying it is better, better in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to deal with that, the pressure. Mm-hmm. You're going to deal with kids that are very, very much against you taking it and away from them. they're going to have to have a withdrawal season. And here's here's the thing. Um, you are at a juncture at that point. You can either make a decision based on what works, meaning that will it stop the fighting, will it stop the complaining, will it stop them from not dis, from not liking me, or will you make a decision based on principle? Mm-hmm. If you pray and you know and you consider and you think about this and you weigh everything and you ask yourself honestly, is this discipling my child well? given the amount of time they're spending, then you'll have to make a decision on principle mm-hmm. and you'll have to go down the hard path. Mm-hmm. And so uh, our encouragement to you is choose to disciple your child through this. Talk to them. Why are you pushing back against it? Mm. What is the thing you're concerned with? What do you want to see brought forth in their life that you're not seeing that you you have? Show them. Yeah. This is what you love them. You love them is why you're doing yeah. it. It's not yeah. because you're just trying to be, your child. be a tyrant yeah. to yes. them. And so um, the particulars are up to you. Our, just, our blatant encouragement is just get them off TikTok. We're going to hold off our kids as long as we can. Now, granted, we only have up to eight-year-old. So we have some battles in front of us. There's some good resources. Uh, go to, I think it's uh, access.org. They have all sorts of resources on how to help your kids, and mm-hmm. it's all gospel-centered, um, navigate with teenagers through these dif- difficult social, technical, societal yeah. conversations. Goodness. Check out access.org. I think it'll be well worth your time. Also check out 
Gospel Tech, the Gospel Tech podcast. We've mentioned it a few times. That's our good friend Nathan and his wife Anna. Um, but that's all we have for you today. We hope you found it encouraging. Uh, please do feel free to leave a comment um, on the YouTube video. We see those, um, and we'll try to respond there if you um, if we've missed anything. Let me pray for us. Jesus, thank you for um, giving us a heart of wisdom. Mm-hmm. I pray to help us number our days, Lord, so that we can continue walking in the wisdom. I pray for the parents listening to this, that if they maybe feel discouraged or they feel like they've got an uphill battle ahead of them, that you would um, reinvigorate them, give them hope, be the wind in their sails, help them um, walk faithfully um, with the ideal of discipling their kids and the things of you, the things mm-hmm. that are good and true and pure. Help us to uh, consider, to ponder, to dwell on, to think about those things and help us teach our kids to do the same. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. If you're watching this, you're wondering what it means to become a Christian. Well, good job. You made it to the end of the video. We have a website set up for you and we hope that it helps you. It's thenewsisgood.com. It's going to show you what it means to place your faith in Christ and to take steps in that new faith in Christ and that new life in Christ. We would love to invite you into the family of God um, and call you brother or sister. Mm-hmm. And again, if this, this podcast is supported, this ministry is supported by our lovely patrons. Thank you if that's you. Can't say it enough. Yeah. Um, if you want to become a partner, we ask you pray about it and you go to this website, fierceparenting.com slash partner. We'd love to see you there. With that said, this episode is... In the can. See you again in seven days. Until next time. Stay fierce.